1: Brand new season, brand new yeah. dawn for Formula 1. It's the Bahrain Grand
0: Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the grid, green, green, green. This for my kids. Take me away with it. He's straight ahead. Schumacher blocks. Cuz the inside and Max is Schumacher takes the lead. Here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is a little side. Oh, can he go so ahead? That full first corner is a lap. Vettel and Hamilton ahead the head. Wow! دي, 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 دي. Oh we my goodness, two, this
1: is fantastic! Mercedes threw everything at him today! Charles Leclerc has come brilliantly! He won in Spa! He wins in Monza! Charles Leclerc is the winner of the 2019 Italian Grand Prix! And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher as top... time shit me of, out of out the world, world. Now, for all the kids
0: out there everybody dream, dream the impossible let's
1: with
0: this shit
1: 1966 logistics 1976 he's with we all the credit yeah look when i was in java was low key shout out to supporters that root me hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of pit stop frakka i'm your host Anik, and i am in the fine company today with mr will knowledge we're stuck. <laughs> right, you give me stage fright, um, just, just in the company of someone special. It's Mr. Will Knowledge himself. Chris, how you doing, man?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Fresh off, you know, winning a little quiz at a um, friend of the show's, Tomo and Aldis' live show. So, you know, putting respect on our name, you know, the, the people people in the streets, the people who come out know that, you know, we are pissed off, we have real knowledge. We, we we know our stuff.
1: I taught you How well, you brother. I say I taught you well. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna claim it somehow, some way. You know me, I <laughs> will claim it, bro. All those all those clips that I used to wheel up from, like you know, 1991, 1996. Damon Hill, David Coulthard. I even remember the quiz. Remember when we done the quiz a few um, last year on um, on the British Grand Prix, and I was like, oh, name me five corners. Um <laughs> And you were like, yeah, Anik, I would have got on straight away and rolled off those answers. But, um, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good.
0: You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain, man. Let's let's get t- t- tucked in. It's only a two-man show only right two now. A two-man right.
1: show, man. What can we say, man? They've, everyone's, you know, they've, they've, they've run what... a summer break, innit? They, yeah, they're, they're off with the teams, like
0: teams bro. They said, they said the factory shut down, bro. My pod <laughs> Mac is is, is, is is locked away. <laughs>
1: We're the ones putting in the work. Actually, like some teams on the F one grid, we are putting in work, and they should be as well. And trust me, bro, if we're gonna get into that. We've got um, we're gonna touch on Spa today. Um, we're gonna go through some of the winners and losers. Um, as part of like a little mid season review, a little open discussion about dominance in F one, and then touch on silly season and probably a few listeners' questions. So uh, should be should be good pod. Should be interesting pod. Keep everyone uh, entertained over the summer break period. And I suppose on that note, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star review and a rating. Uh, if you're watching us back on YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe to Pitstop Fracker. Standard with Twitter, follow us at Pitstop
0: Fracker as well as Instagram. Is it still Twitter or is it X or whatever it is now? Oh,
1: whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. So I don't need – I don't – Listen, I'm not even looking after the Twitter account anymore. Some some so, some of the stuff that I've seen people tweeting recently, she Kwame, yeah. Kwame, I know you're listening to this, yeah. But he's, he's put me off the account completely. But um, yeah, Twitter? Twitter?
0: Yeah, I think just, we yeah. just do a stalk with it to whoever knows that's Twitter. Yeah.
1: TikTok, you're looking after that, right?
0: No, that's Mars. Mars is on the TikTok. Yeah. I'm IG. So I do the Instagram. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Upset marks this week, but um, what did I say? I came on with some uh NBA prop or something, but he didn't.
0: You oh, yeah, we're not court side it Go listen to them, man. If you want NBA talk, I'm not trying to hear NBA talk from Annick right now.
1: Uh, hold on, let's let's talk about football because as I said at the start, just like F1, yeah, at the start of every season, sit down, I assess the teams, and again, same thing happened winter break I looked it and I thought you know what Red Bull gonna dominate presto out of 10 I think the same about Arsenal you know that like I am seeing something about Arsenal this year
0: they, they could be onto something you know that I'm, I'm, I'm not entertaining like this I'm not entertaining this that's touchdown for a talk I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good I'm just enjoying the fact we won the English Super Cup yesterday and I'm 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 good I'm good I don't need I don't need this Anik Custer kicking already here and no.
1: no, no, listen, that Arsenal, good team, made some good signings, very, very good signings, shrewd signings, you know. It's all about progress. But from second, mm. you potentially win it. You never know. Okay, anyway, forget Arsenal. Uh, let's talk about F1. Um so yeah, Belgium, bro. Sprint weekend. But same old story, man. <laughs> Max went dominated the dominated the race any and he won the sprint race as well um yeah give me like your little five minute a couple minute recap on on the race, and then we'll get stuck into a few um key events from the race
0: okay it was a it was just okay (laughs) if it's all right i guess it's one of the ones where um Max had a penalty, so he didn't just start from P1 and win the race. Easily mm-hmm. he had to do some overtakes, which I'm sure he enjoys. So a little bit of racing before driving off. Um, you know, some good mixed conditions, running in qualies and sprint qualies and all sorts. Generally, there's not really much to talk about. You know, Max calls off like, basically, You have one of the best drivers in the grid in the best car. Mm-hmm. Your best car, you're going to get this result as long as you don't do anything st- stupid you're going to win the race so I think it, it is what probably, it is
1: it was probably the moment he got around the first corner right, if he got around the first corner unscathed you knew what was coming you know, come yeah. rain or shine yeah, he was he was going to win it was just a question of how much Um yeah I mean, look, I had Paul I mean, he couldn't get past the fourth corner in first because the Red Bull was just superior in the straight. And then, obviously, like, we'll, we'll talk about the gap to Perez later, but I just think you just can't see beyond Max now. What, eight eight wins in a row?
0: Yes, wow. eight wins in a row. He goes to tie the record at home in um, Zandvoort <laughs> after summer break. So they're going to live it up. Um, big time. That, that race is literally just a big party for Max. Oh, like, so. Yeah. So
1: just for I think just for references, Vettel holds, a, holds the record in 20, yeah. 2013 when he won nine races in a row. Max is on eight at the moment, and if he wins next time out in Zandvoort, then yeah, he's going to be fine. Um. Oh, bro, let's talk about George Russell. Oh. Talk me through what happened there, Lewis. In was it the sprint? Was it the sprint, it
0: sprint quali? Quality. Yeah. Lewis, Basically, turn one. George goes Basically, white. he was being an idiot. Like I, the thing is, yeah, I know I'm known as like Mister George Russell. I do the defense force, and it's shameless, whatever, whatever. But I told the truth. He was being an idiot, and he need, and it's one way he has to hold the corner And Toto Wolf needs to speak to him and go, brother, what happened? If he didn't apologize to Lewis, they need to get Toto to be like, brother, whatever happened there, go say sorry. And, like, because, like, obviously, him overtaking Lewis again to get back in front, fine, whatever, after Hungary, you, you you don't make the same mistake twice. Like, the first time, shame on you. The second time, shame on me. So he overtook everyone because he was like, bruv, after I've been hungry, I'm making the moves. Like, I don't care. But when you mess up your lap, get out the way, man. Just mm-hmm. get out, stay out the way. And... It's one of those things where, like, he needs to calm down a bit because I think he's he's trying too hard because things have gotten away from him a little bit. Uh, when you say he, get away,
1: what, what what exactly do you reckon is getting away? Do you, do you reckon the car has a big thing to play here?
0: No, because, really, do, do you know what it is? It's him, so, like, since they've put the upgrades on, it's a mix of him making silly mistakes, and then Lewis has gone from strength to strength. So it's like, or even if he's been driving well, he can, uh, what do you call it? He ends up behind Lewis anyway. So, for example, in Silverstone, he drove well. He ended up behind yeah. Lewis anyway. He wants to, like, his target is to beat Lewis. Like there's no, there's no championships. There's not even race wins. Like there's nothing. So it's fine, your teammate. Like, I know he's on... I know he's on, t- on reading tweets, like... He's definitely there. He he's, he definitely reads what, what's been said about him. Yeah,
1: like... And I think that's it. what makes it Makes him a bit, a
0: bit of a dick at times. I'm trying to put it nicely. No, no, it's fine. You can call him that. Like, people say that. And I'm, like, I'm like, that's why I like him. Because it's like... It's honesty, like... He can be come across a bit boring on cardboard and PR, but you can tell that, you know, he's there to win races and win championships. That's that's mm-hmm. all he truly cares for. And he's there to be like, I'm the best. And he's there, he wants to tussle and fight the best. Like he's trying to go for machine for machine against Lewis Hamilton. He's losing, but that's mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. He's trying to fight. And he's the same reason why he's like, he's like, we need to get the car to catch up to Red Bull because I'm trying to fight Max. I'm trying to go blow for blow, you know, trying to sh- machine for machine. Like, that's what the energy he's giving. So it's, it's but, one thing. That- I, so you're, you're a big advocate
1: of George and you have been for a while, but you're very careful to say that, look, he's a great driver, but let's remind ourselves that he's going up against Lewis. So whenever Lewis does do what he's doing to him, which is literally like walking all over him at the moment.
0: Like, don't be surprised. There is still a talent there. Yeah, because the best way to put it is Lewis is beating him on the metrics. Like you say, race is like nine to three, whatever, whatever. But if you look at the average finishing position, Lewis is like P4, George is P5. So Mm -hmm. it's not like when Lewis is... 50 seconds down the road every race and George is like a million miles away. Like mm-hmm. Lewis is P4 in the championship, George is P6 on countback. It's mm-hmm. not... The gap isn't in a place where he's disgracing. The gap is a bit big between the two. Yeah, the but George gap. has two... The points gap is big, but George has two DNFs and that that's what adds to it. So it's not like a mm-hmm. thing of... okay. Canada, that's his own fault. Australia wasn't his fault. And he was quicker that weekend. So it's like, it compounds what's going on. But I don't, like, I'm not here to be like, oh, this is crazy. Because it's like, it's the same thing I said last year when George was ahead last year, but I said Lewis was faster. Lewis is still faster, now he's ahead. And it's like, the luck's balanced out. So we're seeing this. But it's like, I've not, I've just said George can, you know, he can hang and he's shown himself to be one of the elite drivers on the grid. Cause like, you're up against Lewis Hamilton in his house. Like, mm. people but, need to respect that this is Lewis Hamilton. We're talking about the GOAT here. We're not talking about, you know, some regular guy. or we're not talking about someone, you know, he's just, we're not talking about a regular guy. We're talking about Lewis Hamilton. Like, th- there's mm-hmm. levels to this. Sir Lewis Hamilton. He's a he's sir. No. This is Sir Lewis yeah. Hamilton. That, we need to remember who we're talking about when you're comparing teammates. It's not like, oh, he's going life and death with Carlos Sainz. He's going life Mm -hmm. and death with Perez. He's going life and death with Ocon. No, 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 no. This is Lewis Hamilton, you know? So it's one thing that's like, let's calm down a little bit before, you know, we, we talk too, too much about George's performance. Yeah, he's not driving at his best, but it's not, he's not, far-off expectations he's meeting the bare minimum that the car can do
1: mm-hmm. the car has evolved um and naturally it's got wider side pods which i was very strong-minded about was the last year and the beginning of this year i think the car's a bit bit better than than what it was you know it's, it's Showing a bit of promise. it has got pole positions. And now I think in the hands of Lewis, you know, it is showing the ability to, to definitely get on the podium.
0: And But that's the thing. That's the same. They're, they're in the same place they were last year. Because this time last year, they had one pole position yeah. and some podiums. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I just, okay, let, let, me be, let me be very careful with what I say here. Last year, the car was at no point close in my view close to even the it, it wasn't close to Red Bull second half of the year but I don't think it was like genuinely quicker than Ferrari this year I, I think I think the Mercedes I think Ferrari I think Aston Martin I think McLaren was, all have the ability to be that you know, that strong second and I think the Mercedes go there and I think it's going there and I think Potentially by the end of the year, it could be depends on what Ferrari do, obviously, and what all the other teams do as well. But I just think Lewis has helped to develop that car because they were a bit off towards the, of the year. But I think I think Lewis has done well, and you know, bro, he had he had another very good weekend as well. um Fair enough in the race, he did come fourth, but you know, he snatched the fastest lap at the end. Obviously, Max was going to overtake him, going to overtake Leclerc as well. But you know, good weekend for Lewis claimed a solid haul of points. Almost, almost took Alonso P2. But yeah, man, this, um, yeah, give, give me your thoughts on Lewis Hamilton's
0: weekend. It was a good weekend. I think it showed he put the car, like, not where it belonged. He put it a bit above where it belonged because it was the third, fa- third fastest car. So... Mm-hmm. I think Ferrari were quicker. Like, I don't know how, but Ferrari were quick. And um, Charles did a very solid weekend and they made no mistakes. And then lo and behold, they get P3 and they do it really mm-hmm. well. So it's one of those situations where Mercedes remain roughly where they like. The One thing I'll say about them, they're very consistent. And Lewis has very been very consistent driving at a very high level. So... There's there no flaws. He he did get kind of screwed by George. He got screwed by George in in sprint quality. Sprint quality And then he drove. He drove good races, and it's just a thing of the Ferraris were a bit too fast, and you know. But I can't. You can't fault him.
1: You can't. Do you reckon if so? Lewis started P three. Science was P four. It was a grid, it was
0: remember.
1: P1. There is P2, yeah. Science was fourth, then Piastri, then Max. The science went in, he had, he had a stink weekend. Um, he went in, he Ugh. took out Piastri. I reckon if science had got through that first corner unscathed, he would have challenged Lewis. I know you keep saying that, yeah, the Ferrari was quick. Do you think he would have challenged Lewis for P4.
0: No, I, I. Don't think Lewis science. has got too much about him,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I think personally, the club is part of, let's say, the elite seven drivers on the grid. Now, Oscar's kind of just he's he's Oscar's in there. He's not at the top or like if he's in the mm-hmm. group of drivers. where I sit there and go when I watch when I watch you for the eye test and I look at the numbers, they correlate and we can see that you are levels mm-hmm. and science isn't in that group. And it's one of those things where, because he's not in that group, when you see all these other guys tussling, he's not involved.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, he has no podiums on a Sunday. Like, everyone else apart from Oscar, Oscar doesn't, but like, that's a bit, you know. Fair enough, a bad yeah. safety car came against him in Silverstone. Like, it was through bad luck he didn't have. And he that. would have been, yeah, yeah, he would have got a podium then, yeah. So it wasn't like it was through lack of skill. Whereas with science, it's been lack of skill. Like him and Stroll have been skill challenged to get onto the podium. So.
1: And we'll come on to Silly Season as well with science. Um, Because it was a a bad weekend for him. And he he wrecked Piastri's race as well. Um, I don't know, did one blame the other for it?
0: Science blamed, so Piastri. science blamed Piastri, and then Piastri yeah. was just like, Yeah, maybe I did it a bit wrong. But it was one of those ones where if science had just gone, This is racing, things happened. I don't think the whole everyone hating on him thing would have been a thing. But because he uh, kind of, I just think it's what he said, <laughs> yeah, what he said, everyone's was kind of a bit like, Bro, you locked up and went across, like, Yeah, not so much because,
1: yeah, he did go. Fl- yeah, he did go flying in. But right, Max got away with it, man. I <laughs> just yeah, like you know what. much as I'm a Red Bull fan, yeah. Why don't one of these guys just you know just clip his rear tire or just take off his front wing, make him pit, make him have to come from the back or something? Get a little bit difficult for him because it was just. It's just too straightforward, bro. He could start the first lap backwards, go backwards round the Spa, turn around, one lap down, and come back, and he will still be able to win. That's how dumb that car is. Well, to see the a car, cr-
0: that, look, the car is crazy, and then he's one of the best on the grid, and it's like it's simple maths. So you put an elite driver in an, a rocket ship of a car. They're going to do crazy things. And it's like Lewis Hamilton in 2020 was doing crazy things, you know, driving cars with three wheels across the line to win races. Vettel in, in um, 2013 won nine races in a row. Michael Schumacher 2004 won, like, um, 12 out of the first 13 races. Like, this, this is what happens when you put these guys in special cars. I think,
1: yeah, go on, carry on, carry on.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. This is what happens. You put the special driver in special cars.
1: So let's just talk a little bit about this this dominance thing the fact that, you know, F1 is is becoming, you know, potentially boring. It's losing viewership. Fair enough. Okay. And you know what? My stance on it has actually changed. I like to consider myself ahead of the game. At the start of the year, I was like, you know what? Let's praise Red Bull. Let's appreciate what they've done. This is dominance. You know, we've been through this. Formula One goes through these cycles. McLaren, eighty eight, you know, Ferrari's early 2000s, XYZ, yeah? But now I'm at a point where, okay, okay bravo. He's going to win. He's probably going to win every single race, yeah? He can win running at, what, 60%, yeah? F1 is about spectacle as well, and they need to make it like interesting some way or another and i'm not saying to like realize red bull oh fantastic what what more do you want like what more do you want us to say about red bull hey what you want to win every single trophy by one minute you what more do you want us to say how much more praising do you want let's start looking at f1 let's just try and make it a little bit interesting you know what i mean because it's all well and good seeing these battles further down it's all well and good scene or maybe, a, you know, an incident at the first corner or George blocking off Lewis. Like, bro, when was the last time? Have we seen this season a genuine overtake for the lead? I'm not talking about, like, Max versus Checo in, in Miami. Yeah? I'm talking, like, a, a genuine fight, a scrap for, for, for first place. Like, it's not like that. It's not like... You know what? F1 peaked the first race of 2022 when... Blur and Max were going at it for literally three laps at the same corner. You know, that's you don't see that no more. You don't see that no more. And it does get me because all these people are saying, Oh, you should credit Red Bull. You know, they're done, bro. Amazing, bro. How many? What do you want? You're doing well. I mean, what, what do you want?
0: Do, do you know what it is? We're still in the honeymoon period of Red Bull winning. So we're still at the point where the F1 guys aren't happy to kind of start changing the rules. Because if you exclude 2021, because that is some nonsense, like 2022, this is season two of max dominance and max winning. Mm -hmm. This is season two of it. Look back at whenever teams start dominating and start winning, like the first two seasons they're like yeah go on cook it's when you reach season three and the team is still smoking everyone that is they make the rule changes start changing stuff and go yeah this can't run anymore this is a big problem let's start changing up the rules changing up the thing so next season if the other teams don't step up and reach the level that Red Bull reach are uh, uh, running at then they'll change the rules
1: Mm-hmm.
0: because yeah. you look at Mercedes they had 2014, 2015 and 2016 chilling, 2017 they changed all the rules then then they but- went and went, Um, twenty look 2017 it was close, 2018 Ferrari fell off 19, then 20, 2021 they're supposed to change the rules again, but it got delayed because of COVID but they still like did some fuddling some stuff, but again it's like you have two, three years to see what's going on, and then they just change the rules. So we're still mm-hmm. in the honeymoon period of these rule sets, where they're going to allow Max to win before they start changing up rules. They'll like they'll change how points are scored, all sorts to kind of nerf man. Because now, but, obviously, yeah, fine, 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 fine. bro. You back. can just see it though. It's 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 like the writings on the wall. F one
1: goes in cycles. It's so obvious. So it's got all the hallmarks, the early Ferrari, uh, early 2000s with Ferrari, Red Bull, late 2010s, early 2010s. But I said this in the group chat as well. Like if you go back in time, when has there actually been like a season where there's been one guy dominating all season, just one guy? Okay. You can go back to Mercedes and their dominance. Even all those years, Rosberg knocking on the door and when he left, Part of 2017, Vettel was there. Like, there's not been a moment like where there's just one guy just dominating. No, no, I will say this. Yeah, I will
0: say this. One thing that people forget is you know, in 2015, yeah, it's a bit of a false image because Rosberg Mm -hmm. won some races at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamilton had smoked everyone, Mm -hmm. and it was really bad. And it's the same thing that happened. Let's say it was 2019 when, like, where Hamilton was just like, "Yeah, I'm gone." Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's and it's one thing where what happens when you have elite drivers and elite machinery, and it's like there's no one, there's no, there's no one close. So it's like, uh, we just. But what are we gonna do
1: here, though? Are we just gonna sit here and like, okay, bro? Yeah, we have to sit here. We, we have to just sit here and just appreciate it for how long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm an I'm F1 fan, first and foremost, yeah? I want to see. You know what? I don't even want to see overtakes at the back. I want to see a battle for the lead, yeah? I want to be there watching the race on the last lap and saying, actually, you know what? Fuck, he could overtake him and he could win the race here. When was the last time, bro? When was genuine the last time we saw that? At the moment, bro, we're watching these races for fastest laps. We're watching these races for Max to be winning by 30 seconds so he can do a pit stop ahead of his teammate or a pit stop ahead of Leclerc like he done in Australia. That's what we're watching the races for. Watching it for P2. I,
0: like, I think it's, I get it, but it's like, I've, do you know what is? I've accepted it this season. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing, it's like, sometimes you just have to, like, I've accepted it like Red Bull cooked, the other teams failed. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing more I can do. It's like, like, unless Red Bull breached the budget cap or something, and then we can go and, you know, strip them of all of their points, there is nothing that, you know, we can, we can do at this point. It's like, because we tried last year to kind of nerf the teams, and it didn't work. It mm-hmm. boosted Red Bull's advantage. So it's starts a thing of where we could just be like, someone has to figure out where Red Bull's advantage is specifically and take that away. Until yeah. until that's done, there's nothing Bro, that we can really
1: do. F1 can't be going to places like like Vegas and introducing all these new circuits and making it all about the entertainment and the corporate all of that when the on-track racing is good then you're just looking at a like just just like a glorified circus that moves around the world you know, 24 times a year that's literally what it's going to end up being and i'll tell you one thing yeah that red bull car right now yeah that can still go a second or a second and a half quicker there's still yeah. so much potential in that car that they can unlock, and I reckon they're holding it back as well.
0: Yeah, that's no, how we, we, dominant that car is. We, we, the thing is, we can tell because I think drivers can tell, and like you know when drive because obviously, you know when drivers kind of speak, mm-hmm. I listen really closely because they can always tell how other men are driving, if men are on the limit, on the edge, you know, Mm maximising things, if there's a little bit more. And they're just going, like, yeah, Max is chilling. Like, Max is not driving 100%. He's driving (laughs) enough to to win these races. But there's still more in him. And it's like, but these men are like, I know if I get a car that's up there, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give them a terrible day. Mm -hmm. And you can all see that they're all hungry. To like get that car, they want that. Yeah, they want yeah. it. <laughs>
1: anyway, bro, man, that was, that, was a t- that guy that hit me. That hit me. That 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 little topic because it's been like <sighs> bubbling up inside me, and I'm just reading all these reports, and it, it really does really does frustrate me. Turning around, and we have to say, "Oh, okay, Red Bull, you know, we got to appreciate it." Mercedes went, mm-hmm. nah, man, we're here for the here and now, man, and we want to see excitement on the track. Simple as. Anyway, let's quickly touch on your mid-season review. You know, what, 10 races in? Um, Let's do... Wait, 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 wait.
0: Before, before we go to mid-season review, I want to make one last thing about Spa. Yeah? Go for it. Haas, we saw you, what you were doing in the sprint quality and how you didn't set any laps. We saw you. We can see you. We can see you smelling it up. Don't think that we ignore you. We are pissed pit stop record. We see the mess-ups. Yeah? You guys did no quality laps in like 10 minutes. Bruv, it was a stinker. And you had your guys out here apologising, you know, your guys slandering your drivers, yeah. You can't blame your drivers for not setting any quality laps because the team kept on calling man in. I see you, um, Amayo Komatsu. I see you. That's your fault. to I see your team, your employees. That's why I never see no Haas employees get employed by Alpine or Ferrari or nothing, bruv. You never see half employees moving up and around, bruv. They're just still there because you're stinking. Terrible for Hass. Really, really bad. Like, their last put was what? Who? Aust- Austria Sprint Race. So they don't get put in proper races anymore. It's the sprint races. Sprint that's the races. Whole... It's. Okay, yeah, pro- yeah.
1: Proper race. It was then. Um, Hulkenberg. Terrible. Started from the pit lane. Started from Penny. Manguson didn't do much. Was either good he's not good
0: hired for, hired for a Minardi designer just a car up like a Minardi and it runs like a Minardi like a
1: Minardi that's a good gonna run like a Minardi that's our pod um, alright come on. Let's let's look at this mid-season review um, let's just do it really straightforward um Speaking of Haas, are you your most disappointed team of the season so far?
0: It's, it's a, it's a, okay, I don't know how Ferrari have caught life because they're they're third on my list. So Ferrari caught life in third place, and will put Haas in. I'm not. I'm put Haas in second. I expected them to be bad, but not as bad as what they've been. And number one, but it goes Alpine because you've actually just gone backwards now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, shit, what happened there? Um, yeah. Alpine, um they had they had a decent end to 2022 and there's a lot of people saying you know what they're gonna be knocking on the door they'll be there what they about they've got uh I remember even saying it on one pod they got a fiery driver lineup I was excited to see what happens between Ocon and Gasly but they end up just taking each other out I just, Austria Australia sorry just, just sticks in mind I just can't get that out of my head that picture of them two um taking each other out but yeah it's yeah it's for me, it's got to be Alpine, Man. I just they haven't done well at all. And then getting rid of their um, principal, like he's walking out before the race even started. What's going on here, man?
0: It's it's one where because they fired him because basically they wanted to get rid of some people, and he was like, no, no, no. They're all disagreeing. So it's like, you know what? Go away. Like it was a kind of thing of too many people in that team were stinking. And the group at Renault kind of saw, se, they've seen Aston Martin, and they're like, oh, you know what, Lawrence Stroll's putting billions in, whatever. Then they saw McLaren make their jump, and they just kind of sat down and went, bruv, our engines aren't cooking, our chassis is not good, nothing's good. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? And yeah. Yeah, they had to pull the plug because obviously you've got investors involved now. So it's like, it's not a thing Mm -hmm. of back in the day where it's like, it's just the Renault team that that you've got some investors on the side as well. So it's like... This is...
1: This comes back to that whole talk of F1 dominance. Like, getting big companies investing in the team. If a team's not doing well, yeah. Just crazy. What, do we all just invest in Red Bull now?
0: Yeah... Just um, yeah, invest in Red Bull. You can't you can't rely on any of the other teams. <laughs> they, they all have their own different stinks. Like obviously, McLaren are on the way up, and we'll see how high up they can go. Because obviously, it's one thing to design a good car; it's another thing to continuously improve it. Because that's where I think the difference between Red Bull. And everyone else is so like Mercedes come out with a rubbish car and develop it well. Ferrari will come up with a good car and then not really develop it well. Aston Martin have done the same thing as Ferrari. They you know copied word for word bar for bar, Mm -hmm. copied Ferrari's um, game plan. McLaren we don't know yet. So Red Bull they had a good car at the beginning of last year and developed it and it went it flew away. And this year they've come up with a good car. Don't have to do too much. Just chill. You know, it's like um
1: respect to the late Murray Walker. His 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 analogy was: "Catching is one thing, passing is another." So you can have a quick car, you can take it from on the grid second, but quick car and having the best car is a completely different thing. And and that's exactly what it is. At Red Bull has, I think, it's got too much of a buffer to the other teams. Like they can, they can get close, but they will just throw the gap. Just consistently everything. It's like Ferrari. Like we know that part of the season, their tyre management, ladies. You know, it could have been the concept that they were going on. Even Ferrari had to change their concepts. Yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Um. So, you, what your worst team then, or your most disappointing team so far is Huss.
0: I'll say Alpine. Alpine. Alpine have been the worst relative to expectations.
1: Driver then. Current driver. You can't have Nick De Vries. Yeah, can't have Nick De Vries. Current driver.
0: Ooh, it's a tie.
1: To, You know what? I'm gonna have to go check. I'm, I'm. You might call me crazy that he's still second, but just think gaps the races i think from the start of the season that he had like you know like baku you know built his own there Uh um even in saudi arabia as well you know fair and square and it's just like then how many what five um non-q3 appearances or something like that it's just not it's just not good enough. I just think the gaps in the race are just not good enough. And I really think he's um, he heads on the chopping block for next year. I reckon if Danny Rick has a strong end to the season, he could take him for 2024.
0: I don't I don't disagree with the whole, whether him or Yuki Sonoda are taking this seat. I don't disagree at all. I've, I've, it's very easily done. Because it's one thing where, if they if Red Bull sense that the other teams will get close, they'll make the swap. Yeah. But um for the thing is, I can't put Perez just yet. Yeah, he's in my bottom five, but he's not bottom one. Because I think some other people have done worse. Who else is it about? So in my bottom five, let's say excluding Logan Sergeant, because Whatever, like, like no one cares too tough. Um, my bottom two are Kevin Magnusson and um Valerie Bottas because I think people haven't noticed how bad Bottas has been this season, and it's like, like, I don't think Alfa Romeo are that bad for him to have been as bad. He's just been disappearing every other week. And you're like, you know, like, what did Bottas do this weekend? You're like, why is Bottas yeah. last? And it's always like a bit of bad luck here, a bit of bad luck. No, you can't have that much bad luck. Like mm-hmm. You need to put in some performances. Like you, the first race of the season, he cooked in Bahrain. And then he just says, it's my day off. And then it's like, your teammate is Joel. Joel's not amazing. But Joe's beating him, isn't he? Well, Joe's ending. behind by one point. And I'm just like... And Joe's not the best driver either. So. Yeah, like, no one because no one can tell me five class Joe drives. Mm. No one can tell me mm-hmm. like five good Joe drives. So the fact that he's as close to Bottas as he is just kind of shows yeah, the level what be- has been operating at. And it's not that mm-hmm. like the car is rubbish to drive because they've both come out and said, the car feels nice, we're just a bit slow. So th- there's like nothing for me to be kind of being like, yeah, you've been doing good. And then with Magnussen, it's more just, you know, like if you do a half decent qualifying, the pressure will be off. But I, don't, I think that's more of, but it's tied with a harsh issue. But I think, I
1: think Magnuson's had decent drives here or there. Yeah, it's had some decent,
0: decent drives. But like, when I think he... Miami the trajectory is down. Was... down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, against the clear, that was <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Like he held him off like half the race or something.
0: Yeah, he was just like, yeah. he was like, I'm not getting any more points. I'm gonna have some fun. So like, mm-hmm. you cooked these tires battling the curb. But I respect it because you know but... that's entertainment.
1: Has do complain a lot well they do tell us a lot about their tyre problems what do you reckon is the cause of that?
0: they borrow parts from Ferrari so they get the Ferrari benefits and Ferrari curses in um, okay. on steroids so whereas Ferrari will just turn around and fix it, Haas was kind of stuck there because they don't really have the, the the capacity so apparently after summer they're getting upgrades to kind of fix it or stuff Mm-hmm. But I have no hopes because I've never seen a harsh upgrade improve the car. So okay. there you go. Um, what about a team?
1: I suppose surprise team probably has to be right. Some mine
0: uh, has to be. I'm gonna say Claren. McLaren were good
1: last year. They won. It was just no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. They weren't good last year, but I think for Aston Martin to go from where they went to the start of the season, there was they were clear second at the start of the season, and I just think that jump was enough. My point of view to put them there.
0: I think McLaren are second now. I think. And I think Aston Martin have gone backwards. And Aston Martin bottled the race win. And I'm not letting people like, I'm not letting them get away with that. You see Monaco, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they picked Alonso onto intermediates, mm-hmm. while Max and, and Red Bull were doing a stink of a strategy, mm-hmm. they would have won easily. Mm-hmm. But they bottled it and put Alonso on another set of put Alonso on um, medium.
1: Another in, yeah. Another, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think so. No.
0: Put him on intermediates when he didn't need to go on intermediates. No, no, they put him on mediums when he's supposed to go on intermediates. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Raining. Sorry, my bad. because yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. the footage of Max sliding yeah. around, driving awful. He was
1: struggling. Yeah, and then Alonso came out to yeah, say, time. yeah, yeah. And Alonso came out to say after, oh yeah, whatever we done wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been Red Bull anyway. But I think he knows deep down that if they had switched straight to intermediates, they could have
0: could have won that they could have they, they could have won they could have they could have done something like I like you put man under pressure make him crumble like, like it's it's one of those things where I tell people they bottled that race win and we don't we don't like like because Red Bull had a stinker they had Max on the wrong ties at the start they made him extend these tires until if the rain hit then they had him in the rain for too long like, we talk about Red Bull not making mistakes. They made mistakes Mi- that race. Mistake after they mistake, punish, yeah. They weren't punished. So, it is what it is. So, what, you go McLaren then, yeah? The surprise thing. Yeah, McLaren. Like, to come from where they were, like, in Bahrain, they were the worst car. Mm-hmm. We saw that car going to turn one. Lando and Oscar fine fighting for their lives. Mm-hmm. And now, it's looking at like the second fastest car. That is like a... Big surprise, like like no one saw. Like I saw them, you know, fighting with Alpine, but they've gone beyond that. They're fighting with Mercedes and Ferrari and Aston Martin. Like
1: I think the first race was uh,
0: Austria, right? Yeah, Austria was like Ben Lando got the first parts in, and like it was already better than the Mercedes and um, Ferraris. And the Aston Martin, the, yeah, Mercedes, Aston Martin. The Ferrari were good in Austria. Ferrari is a weird team, man. Ferrari don't know where they're gonna do well, but they're not gonna do well. Yeah.
1: Sometimes good, sometimes shit. Basically,
0: big. But that's what um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. What about the driver? he has been the surprise driver? <sighs> now, this is what I'm probably gonna go. McLaren. And. I always knew Piastri was a talent, but this year he has really like got his elbows out and shown that you know what, I deserve to be up there with, you know, the top drivers he's considered one of the top drivers. Because he's even times got the better of Norris as well. Um Piastri. For me, it has
0: to be. For a rookie as well, you know. Yeah, but the thing is, I kind of, I I kind of believed in Piastri, and when I heard from like the the thing is, again, apart from Lance Stroll, yeah, see Lance Stroll, you hear any news for about Aston Martin about Lance Stroll? They're lying. It's 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 if you don't say something nice, you're getting your P45 the next day. Yeah, Lawrence don't care. But you know when teams talk about their drivers, you can always kind of tell Mm -hmm. what who who rates man and who isn't rated and how they're rated and so on and so forth and it depends on who's saying it as well if they have an agenda to get off or not so like people
1: rate
0: him so i'm like i know he's good um i don't know who my surprise is because Like no one's really surprised me, cause like obviously Yuki's been decent this season, but it's year three. It's like it was do or die time. But I don't know how much of that is is Nick De Rees being crap, mm. and how much of it is him being good. Like, mm. I can't tell yet, so I can't put him. This, I mean,
1: Yuki done. <sighs> he does some good stuff. He needs but... me to say this. He do- he done well last race, yeah. We should actually touch on him as. Yeah, As as Honourable mentioned for last race, he 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 did did do well last
0: race. Yeah, he did well, but it's one thing where I'm just kind of like, you know sometimes where it's like, some of the races where he was just beating Nick De and we're just like, oh yeah, the car's rubbish, so we just ignored him. Whereas now with Danny Rick, it's kind of a thing of he kind of has to be closer to the limits of the car. Mm. And it's showing he has to be closer to the limits because now, it's like, if you're beating Danny Rick, all jokes aside, it's like a thing of, Danny Rick is not, um, the reese. like, the, yeah, let's not talk about the reese anymore, but like, yeah. we, we know when it is, so, and then everyone else is like, Albon, we we, we knew what Albon was on from last year. Um, and Silverstone was decent performance for him. Yeah. Hulkenberg, it's Hulkenberg.
1: Hulkenberg's done all right. Come on, he he, he you
0: know he jumped back in. year. done well. Yeah, but do, do you know what it is? Doing better it's, than his um, teammate. Yeah, but part of it's like you know when you're watching races, yeah, and the races, you know sometimes that you get to see the harsh fight on the screen for two minutes. You know when it's Kevin mm-hmm. Magnussen, it's elbows out. You know these men are fighting, yeah. fighting. Hulkenberg, I'm just seeing man get go past. I'm like. I can't give you the full plaudits because you're not making a man fight for their lives. Like, I want to see you make a man suffer, like, because he did that against Alonzo and Alonzo crashed out on his birthday, like. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Just think, I just think coming
1: back to it though, like, the surprise, if you had to put your your money on one person that's been the surprise this year, I can't look Piastri.
0: Well, no, that's fair. I, I don't. I don't have one. I hate you, Chris. That's what it is. It's not hate. I've, I've, I invested in Piastri stock from no, early. No, hold on. More...
1: Piastri. Uh, whilst we're here, Piastri is the only guy that we all have stocks in. Pit stop. I, I know people try and run a smear campaign against me and say that I didn't have stocks. I have always had stock in Piastri.
0: Always. my thing about my thing about the Piastri stock is, is more of when did people invest before they talk about you're making money off this stock. <laughs> are you checking when the trades were made? Yeah, you put in you want time stamp for the trades. That like, it is it's kind of where I kind of want to see some time stamps because it's, it's one thing you can hold people a bit more accountable on things when you have time set? Because man just saying, yeah, I bought Piastri stock when he's finishing P4. And he's like, <laughs> oh no, you did it last week, bro. The price is already up. Like, the price is up. It's true. That is true, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of like... I had a tweet
1: out. And was like, oh, everyone's rating McLaren drivers now, yeah? Before sort of thing.
0: Yeah, because it's true. Because one of the ones where... The place where you see who's what and who is when they're in the back. Because it's Mm -hmm. like, I remember in the first year we were doing the pod and man were doing Max V. Charles in the group chat, yeah. Then I put George's name in there. I got laughed out the club, bruv. Mm -hmm. Then then obviously he does some good performances and then his name is right up. His name goes right up in there. That's me going a stock that was worth nothing. Yeah. And that was, no, it's up. And he's like... Right, you're yeah, on big profit, it. bro. Exactly. Big exactly. profit. So we'll, 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 like, nowadays, we, we, track, we track some of the stocks. We track the stocks people have in F1 drivers. So, like, mm. when they make it to the grid, you have to be like, am I invested in this guy or am I not invested?
1: FYI, when it comes to Chris, Chris is just working with profits now.
0: No longer in mm-hmm. debt. He's just working with his profits. He's He's eating off that. Uh yeah, yeah. that's because everyone has Lewis Hamilton dividends. Like that that's, that's just easy profit. <laughs> like, no one's ever bankrupt. We have Lewis Hamilton dividends. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've get a million here, in there. Whereas um all
1: right, bro, I know you said we can't talk about different, but um I suppose Danny Rick taking his seat has kicked off what's known as F1 silly season, where you start looking at driver swaps, potential. Moving of teams, moving of team principles ahead of next year and subsequent years. Um, I think the big news that came out this week was potentially Carlos Sainz.
0: Yeah. Discussing
1: his future with Ferrari. Talks around that. I think it's with Audi, right? Um, yeah. So it's um, Audi.
0: Yeah. So all I'm saying is Kwame's boy, um, Seidel, has hired James Key, who was sacked from McLaren for not being good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Matteo Bernato refused the job at Audi because mm-hmm. he was like the facilities are rubbish and he wasn't happy with what they were doing and now you're about to hire Carlos, Carlos Sainz who is not fancied at Ferrari like that by the streets and the um, Elkin family mm-hmm. so it's looking horrendous for them. Like, like when you're a midfield team, having Carlos Sainz is fine, but if you're trying to be with the big boys, he's not your guy. Like the people who are the people you need to be looking for are your Lando's, um, Charles Leclerc, Oscar, George you know, if you're looking for the young marquee driver, they're the people you need to be, you know, grabbing and making them believe in your project. It's not I signs. Think, signs not-
1: so I think I'm trying to look for the reasons why yeah. may have gone for signs. And it's probably because all the other young drivers are potentially locked in. Now I know Charles's contract ends the same time as Carlos, but it seems like with John and from Monaco, you know, I think Leclerc's a bit more tied into Ferrari. Lando, you know, there's reports of him potentially got his eye on Red Bull. Um,
0: nah, I George, think he's, he's, he's McLaren. He told, but you don't to, know.
1: don't know. With Lando, you don't
0: know. Now that they've fixed, now they're starting fixing the car, He's a lot more happier to stay at McLaren.
1: But the rumors Madden. about him and Red Bull have only come out since the cars got
0: better. Uh, they, no, they tried from before. Because the thing about Red people do are about Red Bull, you know, people go, oh, they don't want to pay a good driver, Max. They don't care. Hmm. They will don't do pay. it because obviously, if the driver is good they enough, believe, they one they believe in Max. Two, they also know yeah that. If we build a car good enough, whatever happens happens. Like, like Red Bull is feeding you to the dogs. They feed you to the wolves. It's like you know, you gotta go out there and eat. You gotta be, you gotta be the, the fittest, the strongest, the best driver. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah.
1: Is what it yeah. is. Okay, so let's say, all right, let's say if Lando doesn't go to Red Bull right now, McLaren will probably be in a better date than Audi are. George's Mercedes. I just can't see any reason. Like, like probably based on the fact that there's no one else there, they might have gone for signs. Maybe Albon, but ugh, just, I just don't. I just don't see the logic in potentially going for signs.
0: The problem is, the problem is, is that it's not even like, uh you're grabbing signs and whatever. It's, it's like you don't even have like fingers. The they have a, a driver academy. They have a driver leading F2 in their academy at the age of 19 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he can't even get a sniff. Like We're having no news of him being promoted. So that just sounds like the only person who cared about that was Fred Vazor. Mm-hmm. And that the people there now are just doing nonsense. I'm just like, bro, either he's levels or you've wasted your money doing this. Actually, so that- yeah. Promote him, get him to be your flagship. Like this whole Carlos Science thing, it's not it. And I don't really like. I'm like, if you're serious about trying to be the best, I'm not trying to see see him being your team, mm-hmm. be the yeah. that, the leading driver. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's let's touch a bit on um his teammate. There's obvious questions about his future. Um, I personally think he's going to stay with Ferrari. There is he's got, no He's got. Go. He just reminds a bit like Harry Kane, Tottenham. He ain't going to go. He ain't going to go.
0: I can't see him going anywhere. So the thing about Leclerc, which is different to Lando, is with Lando, Red Bull wanted him. With Leclerc, Dave they kind of said, no, it won't work. They've openly admitted it, it wouldn't work. But okay, why why won't it work with Max and Leclerc?
1: But it works with Lando and uh, Max.
0: Lando's a bit more. Let's say you can see him do a lot more team orders and team order moves. You've seen it, and we've and it's a bit less. You know, bro. One's I got a they, race win.
1: It. L- no, it's got it race wins. That's what I it think is.
0: They under they underestimate how good Lando is. Yes, and it's one where like when you see it once, just once say that, it, bro.
1: If if Lando's there, he's gonna be he's gonna happily not settle for race wins.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna settle. He's gonna he's gonna go machine for machine against Max will. Verstappen, and I'll be he there for he it. He
1: won't, bro. He will be. He will happily play second fiddle. That's nice. the, so,
0: bro. What, answer, the for
1: answer the question then. Why would they prefer to go for Lando? For Leclerc?
0: Because it's more, it's less risk, high reward. So with Lando, it's less likely to blow up. But if he's, but if he proves himself to be better than Max, great. We have got someone better than Max but it's less likely to just blow up and turn into tears. Whereas with Rosberg, with like, um, the current Max, it will turn into Rosberg, Lewis, mm-hmm. Prost, you know. They're those type of characters. So it's a thing of, you got to know the type of person you're dealing with as well. Fair enough, but, yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see my group, you know. Toe to toe But yeah, Charles is stuck at Ferrari because there's nowhere else for him to go because people talk about Mercedes Mercedes George isn't going anywhere Lewis isn't going anywhere
1: it's crazy because at the start of so obviously the key theme at the end of 2021 was obviously Lewis you know he got robbed of his title and there was all this talk about ah you know what we've got some great young talent in good teams there E1 can flourish And they were talking about Charles at Ferrari, George at Mercedes, Lando at McLaren. Um, And now they're like, oh shit, they're all locked in. If they're all locked in, where's that world title going to come? Everyone says they're future world champions. Yeah, Where's that world title going to come? Where's George's world title going
0: to come? Where's Leclerc's? There's time because... Because you have to remember, like we had a whole generation, say, coming for let's say, between two thousand and like one two, to about the end of the decade, about two thousand. I mm-hmm. should never to end of the decade about about two thousand and seven. So like let's say a good five six periods six year period that brought in Raikkonen, Alonso, um, Lewis, Hamilton, Vettel. Even mm-hmm. button was like in and around yeah. that period of time, all yeah, of them... And... man Championship. yeah it all got championships yeah. so it's more it's more as long as the the teams deliver and act serious, they can all be up there, and then I'm trying to see a two thousand and three I'm trying to see a twenty twelve I'm trying to see these men all Same. go up against each other, and, you know we want to see that, yeah, yeah, so. We just have to we have to wait and see whether it comes next year or they have to change the rules and hope it comes in 2025.
1: And um, bro, uh let's quickly touch on Binotto before we get on to listeners' questions. Um talk of him and Alpine. Do you reckon
0: of that? It the from what I hear it, he's it's the talks come from like the head of Breno as well. So in that case, that sounds good because I think he wanted to avoid a situation that he had at Ferrari where, like, the head of Ferrari wasn't his boy. Like, the person who hired him, unfortunately, had to quit because he had an illness that he passed away from. Mm-hmm. So, if he has his head and then he's able to just do his, his thing, Renault will make improvements because Ferrari, all jokes aside, like, we clown Ferrari. They made a lot of improvements on the technical side Like they got a new wind tunnel simulator, everything's all upgraded. They brought in a new technical team and system. You know, it's the same thing that McLaren are running now. And it's like he modernized the team in a sense. So he wants to do the same thing at Alpine, and he just needs insurance reinsurances from the people behind to kind of let it go. Let me cook. And then if you get the right support around him, like, let's say they're able to bring back Alan Pross to be, you know... You know how Wolf had... Some, to be some
1: ambassador
0: or something. Yeah, you know, an ambassador, someone who's there yeah. to, to give guidance and stuff. That's yeah, the stuff yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. good at. Yeah. You do that, you have a good team principle on your hands and you have the right people on by your side. He wasn't given that at Ferrari and it all went to rubbish because, mm. you know... You didn't have the right people to kind of just to kind of go look do this do that back this person back that person kind yeah. of thing. So he gets that about Renault. He'll, he'll do some good stuff.
1: But well, yeah, a lot of people say, and you know, you you made some really good points there because a lot of people say Bonotto he's not a team principal, he's an engineer, but. Did make some good points there that you know he he did change a lot at Ferrari, which shows that you know he's not just you know, an engineer; he's, he's he's more than that. Would be good. So, let me rephrase that: How genuine do you reckon these these rumors are for him and Alpine?
0: Very, because I think he was always looking for a team principal stop. Then I think the easy option was always Audi. Mm-hmm. I think if that didn't happen, he was going to wait for like a role to be team principal at like an elite, you know, a property a team that could either be elite or is elite. So yeah, this was the best opportunity he has to, it you could.
1: know. It could work
0: yeah. Restore his reputation and take a team up again. Cambro bro, let's get on to listeners
1: questions before we wrap up. Um all right, so we've got one here from Mark, uh mid season rankings top five is top and bottom five we we covered that one already um either standings the end of the season who do you think wins the second half between alonso and hamilton
0: hamilton hamilton easily just especially the
1: the way that aston martin's going now i know i said that they were the surprise but they're just yeah
0: i just don't think they're gonna they followed ferrari's recipe from last season where um your car was cooking, cooking in the slow corners, kind of slow in a mm-hmm. straight line, and then to go fast in a straight line, you ruin the whole. Ba- you you make upgrades and ruin the whole balance of the car. Like, I've seen this story before. So, but I'm gonna wait. Like, was we'll, like the agenda's out there, the following Ferrari's footsteps, but we'll see if they can recover. Because Zanvort's the test. Zanvort's got some slower corners, a bit twisty. If they're mm. cooking there. And fair play yeah
1: hold if on they're... on paper that track oh. should suit them yeah, yeah yeah
0: if they're cooking fair play if they're slow you're following the same sense of Ferrari I don't need to worry about them, man anymore Alonso's got to be looking at Charles Leclerc and George Russell to see whether he's going to come in the top five even so because mm.
1: mm. he's got a big points he had a big points lead and just even... I've seen Charles that, that, just chip away at it yeah
0: that, that. this is my last time I'm off the podium talk oh, yeah man, yeah man, yeah, man. yeah. Man. Boy, boy, on his he birthday as well, pushing... wasn't it?
1: His birthday bro, it was weekend cash...
0: last time out or something. Yeah, yeah. it was cashing checks he couldn't afford, bruv. Your your man's <laughs> rejecting, bruv. Not working no more.
1: All right. um <laughs> conscience is a good question. You had a white folding chair. Who, everyone, would you hit with it? Lol I had to put up. <laughs> That was that was about to, be, and you know what? The next question was, how much longer can Has keep getting away with it? So we'll come on to that one after. But let's go back to D conscience question. Um, Mahad put up the pit stop list, and it got me thinking. Uh, do you think other teams don't give a fuck, or are they just incapable of doing it faster?
0: Okay, so with it, it was a thing of. Um, so, like, Red Bull are really well drilled with the pit stops. And so okay. are McLaren and so Ferrari, something that they trained on and worked on to get faster. And with other teams, like, Williams are actually quite, quite competent. The thing is, Mercedes, it was a lack of training. Like, I know it's lack of training because they were doing three second stops every race, they finally got into the top 10 graphic in Spa with a 2.87. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That's progress. Like, you're you're not doing normal pit stops now. It's like, it's not a thing where it's like, your pit stops are slow. It's costing your drivers.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: now at an acceptable level. It's competing. So that like, we always laugh at Ferrari for getting it wrong. But when they get it right, they're fast. So it's like a, yeah. it's chaotic when they get it wrong. But these are just slow. Alpine slow as the mind slow it's like bro you need to do practice like In course, I think
1: I think pit stops are one of the most crucial part of one and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because we're repping pit stop fracker pun intended but there is so much that literally you have to think about when you are doing the pit stop little things like okay Are The other cars coming in, is that going to block you from coming out? Is that going to block you from going in and out of the way of the other cars, changing weather conditions, speed at which you change it, knowing when to come in, knowing when to leave, knowing all feeds into, obviously, the strategy. It's so important and so crucial. And fair enough, we're talking about fractions of seconds here, but it makes a huge difference. Charles got done badly in Hungary, didn't he? Like nine yeah. or something. Was it Charles? Yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. Charles. It just of... made... Little things like double stacking. You know, it... Mercedes, their reasoning for not pitting um, Lewis at Hungary was that he was going to get held up. Hungary 2021. Yeah. They get held up. Pit stops for me are fundamental. And just like... The other key aspect you need to really take it seriously otherwise you could get left behind
0: yeah and also I am I am smacking going to stand with the chair like like he's Chris Benoit I'm going to hit him with the chair
1: how long can he keep getting away with this how he would, built the team from them.
0: he built the team it was his idea he mm-hmm. got the investors in the team's not I don't think they're losing money or anything and, like, he finally hired, like, a, a marketing guy the other year. It was, it's it's one of those things where there's such a small team, in a sense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it kind of gives everyone a blight as they slowly build things up. But I sit there and go they need new people in there and better people and just to be better.
1: So he's built the team up. Do you still think he's the right man to lead them forward?
0: He needs to kind of change position. Whereas Mm -hmm. he can be like, he should be more in the Zach Brown role. Yeah. Rather than Pure team principle. Because mm-hmm. obviously he, he like the team's not fallen apart and he's held things together. Even mm-hmm. through all the nonsense they've been through, he's held it together. But it's a kind of thing of sometimes you you need someone of a bit more expertise and a bit he's a bit better than you just to be next to you to kind of mm-hmm. improve things and tell him where the next step is and what to do and how to act because sometimes it's just embarrassing what they're doing. It's like you know yeah. the bar sprint quality where you're not getting the laps in, or spa quality where they held talk about to too late, and it's like you're ruining your opportunities. Like the, the there's uh, the lack of pit equipment being upgraded, and it's just like, hmm. come on, it's just man, it's not good enough. Yeah, it's not good enough. And mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's still going to get hit around the head. Yeah oh yeah of course I don't (laughs) like that guy look we all know why I have an agenda against him so like it's sticking
1: for me if I get someone around the head oh my god I don't condone violence in any way shape or form it would be Fernando Alonso like for some reason I just he's a good driver yeah but it's just yeah, I just can't stand him half the time. Some of the stuff he says. Well, I,
0: and... I got my Christmas present, but him bending it in spa, yeah, was my, was yeah, my Christmas yeah. Present. Hold on, he he completely bend it on his weekend, on his birthday weekend. No one around
1: him, no nothing. Remember, he used to say that about look at yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no nothing. No one around you binned it. So mm. anyway, um, I guess I guess we could end it up there, bro. Um, okay. Sorry, bro. I'm in the door. I guess we're going to wrap things up there. Um, if you haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe. If you haven't, give us a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with another pod. Until then,
0: was it next week?
1: Yeah, uh, we'll do one next week, bro.
0: Filler.
1: Mm. What, you don't want to do it? You You want summer break as well, Chris? Is that what it is, yeah?
0: No, no, no. It's, it's, more, it's more just, you know, I'm just I'm just like, they're going, hey, whoever's, whoever's hosting or, you know, you're not cashing checks for other men to deliver, innit? No,
1: no, no. We'll, we'll do a pod next week. We'll find something to do. Don't worry. No. We might even get you to be a que- uh, question master. How's that sound? Mr. Uh, Will knowledge.
0: I'm, I'm good, because that means I have to... Find questions and get the answers, and that sounds like
1: effort. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll put a, put together a quiz for next week. How's that sound? Oh yeah, yeah. So you can be a double yeah. world champion when it comes to quizzes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah. Next Sunday, peace. And turn that sound, peace.
1: Sports, social, podcast network.